We wanted a way that agents could hone their craft and be a part of a larger community, get the resources they need and information they need to know. We cover relevant topics in the industry that will help you close more sales. We talk to top producers and industry leaders to share knowledge and best practices from around the country. So if you want to make more sales, then listen up because we're dropping gold. All right, so we want to talk yeah. about uh, the kind of week I had. Yeah, I do. And actually, if you can, like, so yesterday, I know I hate to make you repeat it, but just reiterate what went on with that call. First of all, where did that call originate from? Like, he was watching a video of yours. Do you know which one he was watching? He called me when he was starting to watch the Mets Up ones. And at that point, after watching i think the majority of it he he kind of knew that that's the direction he wanted to go so he called and he said i just need you to make some more things more clear for me um and so he called it was 9:45 at night which since he was in detroit michigan he's two hours ahead i think right now so yeah, so he's he's a midnight crawler like yeah just, he's on his phone or his computer whatever watching videos past midnight and then he decides that there must be somebody crazy enough to answer their phone at 9.45 or I'm going to leave a message on the phone or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so so let me ask you this too. Was it, did it come through Ring Central? Is that where the call came or did it get forwarded to you? Like how did you, yeah. how do you, it just was your, the 800 number on the site. Is that what it was? Yeah, that's exactly what happened is that I have uh you know, I, I always do that as a call to action, and uh, and that's exactly what he did. So, it, it started. I always have my Ring Central app on, you know, because I, I just never know when I'm going to want to answer the phone. And so, um, this call came through. It was 9:45 at night. My wife had already fallen asleep. My son was already asleep, and I thought to myself, "Man, if this guy's calling at 9:45, this must be really urgent, or you just have some kind of, you know, because some people are just like that where." If they have a question on their mind, you're like that a lot. If you have a question in your mind or if you want to know something, like you just, you, you'll call immediately and try to get the answer. You know? So he, yeah. I, I figured he was just like that. So I picked up the phone and, you know, and I just started having a conversation with him and ta- started talking about uh, the Medicare supplements, what they cover, why I prefer Plan G. And uh, after going through everything, you know, he was just like, yeah, man. He's like, a lot of people have called me. A lot of people have tried talking to me. They haven't made much sense. It's been difficult understanding this whole thing and what I actually need. And obviously, after talking to you, you've made it a lot more clear for me, which I really, really like. So he's been, you know, he was really happy with that. And, um, you know, and and then he he started mentioning the other agents again. And I just said, well, I was like, well, let me ask you a question. I mean, you think any of those other agents would pick up the phone for you on a Friday night at 945? (laughs) And he laughed and he's huh. like, no, he's like, probably not, brother. He's like, I definitely want to do business with you. And yeah, so I that's said, well, awesome. let's do it then. So got him written Amazing. up. Amazing. So, so he's, uh, he's turning 65 then. Yeah. Turning okay. 65. And so, um, you know, he already had a little bit of understanding about Medicare part A and B, but didn't really understand the rest of it and when, why it's needed. So it was a lot of help for him to talk to me. Yeah, and he's in Detroit, Michigan, which is probably more MA focused than anything. Did, yeah. did, he, did he talk about MA plans at all? We did. We talked about that, and you know, obviously, I kind of laid out 
where I see the shortcomings are with Medicare Advantage. And, you know, anybody who knows me and anybody who's trained on the site can already have already has a, a feeling that I'm not going to be pro MA. Um, not that I, and it's the same thing I told him. MA has its place. Okay. MA has its place, but I always say you either pay now or you pay later. And after my own personal experiences that I've had in seeing how both of them work in catastrophic situations, I'm always going to choose the med sup as long as I can afford it. And I told him the same thing. As long as you can afford it, you're making the right decision by going with the Medicare supplement over Medicare Advantage. So, because it's true. At the end of the day, you know that as we get older, the likelihood that we're going to use our insurance always starts, you know, it always gets higher and higher. So, why not have the better coverage in your older years versus, you know, doing it backwards? You know, don't, don't get coverage that's not yeah, as good. And exactly. Plus, the portability option is, to me, in so many cases, it's priceless. You know, like you have some of those MA plans that have that sort of the passport feature where you can go outside of the state, but those are still limited. Yeah. You know? So I, I, to me, for that reason alone, when I feel about the, you know, the way I feel about the peace of mind of my own mother and father, like I, I so much, feel, I feel so much better having them on a med sub plan ultimately. Yep. That's the same way anyway. I feel, you know, and I always yeah. tell, and that's what I tell my, my guys too. You know, I tell my guys and, I, and I, I suggest this to anybody who is, you know, doing the same thing that we're doing, especially if you're having you know, your first interaction where you're building rapport with the client, don't just, don't just make it all business. You need to start building rapport means that you're going to tell them about yourself as well as learning about them. And so that's why I always tell my stories about what happened with my grandfather. I always tell him how my father's on the Medicare supplement. He wouldn't have it any other way. And when my mom turns 65, she will absolutely be on the Medicare supplement. And if the program's still around when I turn 65, I'm going to be on the Medicare supplement, you know? So it's, you know, it, it's important to share that information because they need to feel that connection too, you know, and that's why I, I think it's always important to make sure that you don't just make it business only, that you do share about who you are so that they can yeah. feel more connected with you. No, that's awesome, man. So you guys, you guys ended up with a pretty dang good week. That's the thing I'm preaching. At the end of the day, if you want to make more sales, you need to have more talk time more conversations and that only happens by dialing the phone yeah. more so uh you know that's really there's no yeah. magic pill to this it's just a matter of volume you know and so if you're skilled you know which hopefully if you're training on the on the site which my guys have trained on and obviously they have the they, they you know the uh, the ability to come to me with any other questions they have but you know by training on the site and really trying to emulate the way i talk and the things that i say they're already well educated and well-armed to be able to have conversations with people when they can get them on the phone. And I think that the more practice they are at that, then the easier it's going to be where you don't have to actually make as many calls. You know, you can have, you can make a hundred calls and still have four and a half, five hours of talk time because anytime you do get on the phone, if you're good at overcoming objections, if you're good at, uh, you know, getting past that first few seconds where they want to shut you down, then you're going to have longer and longer talk times. And that's really what I've been focused on training my guys. So, you know, there was uh, just a, just a few weeks back. You know, there was there was a there was a big a big talk we had in the office where I said, guys, you know, what we got to really do is there, there's there's a certain way that we can make sure 
not make sure, okay, because again, you're not going to have 100% one call close ratios. But I said there's, there's a lot of phrases that we can say so that on a first call, we can move the call along and get it closer and closer to writing an application. And I said, now, to say some of these things can be scary. You know, again, if you're not, if you're not used to saying this, it can be a little bold. But you have to see yourself as a position, in a position of authority. You're the one who knows what needs to get done. They don't know that. They may think they know, but they don't know the process. It's your job to have the confidence and to be the authority to be able to move them along the process as if it's just anything else. Like this is just the way it's done. You know, because if you ask too many, too many, uh, I guess, salesy sounding questions, then it comes off as a salesy sounding phone call. So what we need to do is make it sound more like just like customer service, like as if they're calling Medicare and they're just getting answers that they need. But all, all along, we're doing this like this sleight of mouth where we're, we're using certain phrases to push along in the application process. Now, my guys took a while to do it. But once the first one that did it was Andrew. Okay, so I created a little incentive within my office that if they, if they said certain things that, that I wanted them to say, um, then, then things would move along. You know, and, and they'd get an extra, uh, just an extra little bonus that I was throwing out there because I just wanted to see if they would say it. Andrew did it. And the first week that he started doing it, he, he ended up closing 10 sales, which was the most that he had done for the week, which was awesome. Uh, 10 applications, 10 applications in, a in a week. And then, yeah, that yeah, was awesome. And then, um, you know, and then so then the next week, I think he wrote, he wrote six. Uh, this week, I think he's, uh, I think he is six or seven. So he's now he's now getting in this consistent place, but he's also because he's getting more experience. I think he's getting the confidence as well to be able to close even more than that. You know, so I think there's only good things to come for for him. Um, and so then Taylor, yeah. you know, he was another guy where I just needed to go through and say, okay, you gotta you gotta talk like this. You gotta use these phrases. And so we were you know doing a lot of review with him in in trying to I guess uh, get him to to start sounding more like what I think he should sound like. Cause I saw the potential. I knew he can do this. So he started, uh, he started doing it and Monday and Tuesday, he had a dry spell Wednesday. There was just something happened. Cause again, Monday and Tuesday, it's like we, at the end of the day, we kept reviewing stuff Wednesday, something, something flipped and he wrote five apps that day. And then he finished the week with eight. So he's on fire right now. And I think he's, he just, he's, he's, he's roaring to go, man. He's excited. So, so I think that was, uh, you know, that was really big for these guys that they made a big turnaround and just really making sure that they follow my advice and saying what needs to be said to get the, the apps to go along. Okay. So give me, so tell me, because I know everybody that's listening is like, what, well, what are they saying? And this is only an internal thing right now. So give me one thing that you tell them to change that puts them in sort of a bold position uh, that they normally, it's, I can guarantee you, you're going to tell me something that is outside of their comfort yeah, zone, it's, like you were saying. So, but and there's actually, so one just thing. to let you know, if, with Benji, I've already actually had this meeting with him, and his, uh, his guys are starting to implement these strategies, and they're getting more sales as a result of it. But I'll, I'll give you an example, then, um, of, one of the one of the things that, that I guess is uncomfortable. So once you are, you know, let's say you've given, you've given them a quote, and you found that Plan G with, with Equitable is the, the lowest rate that's out there. Normally, after you tell them what's the low, that, that, okay, Equitable Plan G is the lowest rate, at that point, it's just about that the client will normally guide the conversation and say, okay, 
Well, that sounds good. I like that. I like the way that rate sounds. So um, let me just talk to my husband about it. And then, you know, we'll give you a call back and let you know, you know, what we want to do. And the agent, a lot of time might just be like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll follow up then um, in a couple of days or whatever. Knowing, and you have to know this from experience now, all the, all the agents that have been doing this have to know that if you let that person off the phone, getting, back, getting them back on is incredibly difficult. It absolutely is incredibly difficult, even if they've made that commitment where they're just like, okay, the rate sounds good, but maybe, you know, let me just check it with my husband and, and, and we'll get back to you. So instead, one of the things that's going to be, again, you, you're a little bit more out of your comfort zone is after you're done telling them about the plan G, what I've been doing, and let's just say this is somebody who's turning 65 in the open enrollment, right? So I, after you're done telling them about plan G, then I start talking about locking in the rate. Okay, so if they're, let's say they're, you know, they're, they're calling me uh, four months ahead of time, all right? If they're calling me four months ahead of time, I just gave them a solid rate. I start saying, but listen, uh, Judy, Judy, I just want to let you know, you're actually in a really amazing time, uh, time in your life where because you're turning 65, you, you have something called open enrollment. And that open enrollment starts up to six months before you turn 65 and go on Medicare Part A and B. So because of that, you have the ability to lock in this rate that we're talking about up to basically 18 months because, um, you know, but in your situation, because you're four months out from actually starting your insurance, you can still lock in your rate for 16 months. Now, the reason I'm talking to you about locking in your rate is because it's got, like, just like the mortgage industry, the rates are always changing with these different insurance companies. If you look at your state, there's like 52 insurance companies offering a plan G in your state right now. Okay. That's a lot of insurance companies and they all come in at different times. Right. And because they all come in at different times, that means that they're all going to review their loss ratios at different times. And that means that they can announce their rate increases at any time. So I, you know, every company is going to be different. We never know when their insurance company is going to actually announce the, the next rate increase. But if you get your application submitted, you're locking in your rate for the next 16 months so that even if they announced it a week from now, you're still going to be guaranteed this rate for the next 16 months. So it's a really it's a, it's a great opportunity for you to be able to lock in this rate at no obligation to you financially because what we can do is set it up so that you're – um, your application doesn't actually draft for premium until the effective date, which let's just say hypothetically is November 1st, right? So we say, so we won't draft premium until November 1st, but because we're submitting it today, we're locking in that rate for the next 16 months. You'll know within the next week or less whether you're actually approved and all that stuff. So you'll have the approval done, all the paperwork done, and you don't have to worry about paying any premium until you're actually using your insurance plan. So, um, what I want to do is I'm going to open up the application right now. There's the, there's the key right there, Teg. I'm going to open up the application right now, and I'm going to actually get it start, set up so that we can submit this and get you locked in. And then so I open it up and say, okay, so what's the, on your Medicare card, how is your name spelled? And that's, that's where I'm – again, you see what I did there is I didn't ask – exactly. I didn't right ask any it. questions, whereas a lot of time you'll see an agent will ask. After they give them the rate, it be like, so do you, would you like to start an application? You give them open-ended questions like that, or not open-ended, but if you give them a yes-no question, a lot of times they're going to say no. Okay, so you say, so would you like to start an application? No, I want to look this over with my, my husband, or no, I want my, my son to look this over because I don't, he doesn't like me making any decisions without him looking it over. 
So I have all these different rebuttals and stuff, but that's just one of the things I talk about where this is how you keep the app moving along, where there's certain places where it's okay to ask questions, yes, no questions, but then there's other places where you, where you would normally ask a yes, no question because that's just maybe how you feel you should do it, but it's going to lead to them shutting you down and ending the call. And so that's what I'm trying to avoid as yeah. much as possible. And, and, and because of that, like, there's been a dramatic increase in the amount of sales out of our office. And, uh, and anyone else who's been implementing it has also told me that there's been an increase in their sales as well. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, man. I mean, that, that uh, you know, we are the experts in this stuff. And, you know, we're, we're not confused about what the coverage offers. We're not confused about, honestly, what the best plans and the best rates for them are. You know, so I think the assumptive close like that is, I mean, it's awesome. And it's awesome to see that your, your guys are picking it up. I mean, and Taylor is like, I mean, he's pretty new on the phone. I mean, he's not, I mean, he's actually not new in sales because I think he's been doing it for a year, but doing it this way. It's kind of like it's it's his first foray into this. Well, you know, what I'm learning it. is that even um, even from the training that he got to the kind of training I do to the way I sell them, it's quite different. And so he's had to actually still learn quite a bit and adjust quite a bit. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 it still is like he had to start all over again, you know, where, yes, he had an understanding. He had a knowledge of what a Medicare supplement was, the difference between Plan F and Plan G, but how you sell it is the way he was trained is different from how I, how, how I do it. So um, he really had to really switch things up yeah. and implement a lot more of, of the style that, that I do. And as a result, you know, like I said, something just, and that's how it happens, man. I think that it, some people think it starts slowly. I think the, the, the transition of, you know, starting to say the things you need to say starts slowly, but then all of a sudden something clicks and it all just starts working for you. And next thing you know, you're like, you're just starting to write sales, yeah. man. It just all comes together because with that comes confidence and the, the more confidence you have in what you're doing, the better you're going to sound on the phone. Yeah, absolutely. So, so that, but that also brings up another point too. So what about this? And tell me, tell me how you plan on tackling this part of it. So if you're like me, I made a decision, I made a purchase today. Okay. I go through, I get everything done with the insurance company, which it's important to note that not all insurance companies allow you to do it that way, right? So you can't make this sale with Mutual of Omaha. You can't make it with, I think now Cigna doesn't let you do that. I, I, heard, I heard they're changing um, it, but we but, have a list of companies that we can do it with and a list of the companies we can't do it with. That you can't do it with. Yes, exactly. So the ones that you can, you already have targeted that. You've already identified them well into or well before you've started that application. You kind of know you're probably looking right. through CSG and everything, but, but my, my further point, my, my real point here is I've made a purchase today. Yes. Okay. So November is my effective date. So you've told me I don't have to draft my premium till November. Great. Awesome. The company conditionally um, issues my policy. I might get something in the mail saying, thank you. You're approved. Um, you know, your policy is conditionally approved right now. You know, your draft may be on November 1st. So a lot of time passes from now till November, right? So um, even your your guy yesterday, he turns 65 when? This August 1st Yeah, or August 1st. Or? Well, yeah, because he he's a August bad 1st. Example. <laughs> yeah, so he's a bad example. Yeah. So somebody who's like six months from now, 
Now, that's a lot of people that will be still contacting them. So in your mind, what's the, the, the thought? Because there's, I think, two things that can happen. Number one, um, another agent gets in, in that six-month period, gets in and, and convinces them, hey, th- you should go this way. It could be a local agent. It could be anything. Um, there's just so much that can happen. And then number two, maybe I forget that I purchased a policy. And, I, and, and let's say I wake up November 5th and I'm like, what's this $120 that in my bank account? You know, what is this money that just came out? Like, I, I may have forgot. Now, I'm going to say that probably a lot of people are going to remember, but I think there is that se- segment that will be somewhat like me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I purchased a mess yeah. up. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I forget. So I think there has to be a strategy to stay up with people in the, in the, from now until they turn 65. And not only that, you know, we don't want people to get caught off guard on the fact that they're about to get drafted November 1st because very, very likely that they could forget. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, you know who hasn't forgot? <laughs> the <insurance company. laughs> they're like, hey, they can't wait to get the yeah. premium out yeah. of their account, you know? So so I think and, and, I, and for me, like that's the only for what I've seen, that's the only little bit of a danger zone from now till that six months. So I think a good strategy uh, to basically stay up with them, because ultimately they want the policy. This is coverage. You know, this is coverage that they need. It's essential to them. But, you know, sometimes getting sidetracked, life happens, whatever. And then all of a sudden you get drafted and you could maybe have a, a you know, a, a upset effect on a consumer because they forgot, you know, and it's not anybody's fault. It's yeah. because they forgot. Well, you know, so, so what are your thoughts? I mean, that? yeah, it's important to have touch points. And so part of that's going to be a follow-up system, which, you know, we have uh, set up with like send out cards where, you know, every time we make a sale, you know, we have a part of what Cecilia does is she, she constantly is compiling a list of our, of our new clients so that we can put them into the send out card system program and send out, you know, a couple of, a couple of cards, from the time we sign up to the time they go effective. The other thing that we do as well is we, we you know, our guys are saying, uh, you know, because most of the time if we're writing up somebody who's, let's say, longer than three months from turning 65, we say, okay, so let's imagine that I wrote somebody up who's still six months out. So I wrote him up six months out and I say, now listen, what you, what's going to happen next is you're going to get a follow-up phone call from our support specialist, Cecilia. All right. And she's going to call, introduce herself, and she's going to set an appointment with you so that you can go over setting up prescription drug programs when you're three months out from turning 65. Because I said right now, it's too early for us to actually set you up for a prescription drug program, which is the next important step in uh, getting yourself ready for, for the Medicare program. So she'll set up a time with you and that way we can revisit. So that gives us a reason to revisit closer to the actual effective date, which is another reminder point as well. So on top of having cards sent out for, you know, thank you cards for signing up with us, we're also going to have one more uh, consultation with them on the prescription drug side. And then from there, hopefully they'll, you know, everything should be copacetic. Yeah. And they, they, they probably are very likely to ask you about the RS. It's always part of the, yeah. Yeah. Cause it's always, it's always part of the conversation. They know. You know, everybody's always thinking about prescription drugs. You know, they're like, does, does Medicare supplement cover prescription drugs is probably one of the most asked questions when you're talking about Medicare supplements. So yeah, that's always on their, that's always on their yes. mind for sure. 
Yeah. So, so that's, that's actually a really good point. You know, you're not able to actually um, help them six months out. You have to wait kind of closer to when the actual um, date of, well, they're closer to their birthday, which, but the actual, I think it's an ICEP rule, three months before the month of and three yeah. months yeah, after. Yeah, basically, because it, fall, it falls, it falls under the seven, Medicare seven Advantage guidelines. So we have to abide by those guidelines. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's good, man. So awesome, dude. What a great tip. And then, you know, the, the thing that you had started to talk about, and I was like, dude, let's, let's just record this because it's too valuable. But you were talking about oh, yeah. attitude. And I, I want you to finish with that because that is yeah, so Yeah, so this week has definitely been our, our best week yet. And um, there was something – There was it, it started with actually a quote I heard from, from uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. And I don't know if a lot of people are familiar with him, but he's a big um, – he's, you know, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good sales guru, motivational marketing guru, huge on social media. And, you know, he has this video out where he says, you know what, man, he's like – the, the way that I stay positive and the reason I'm always so positive in re- regardless of what's going on is because I already know that I've won the lottery. If when I, just the fact that I was born means that I've won the, won the lottery. The, the odds of being born are 400 trillion to one, not billion, trillion, 400 trillion to one. That's the odds of being born. So mm-hmm. he's like the fact that you're even here alive with the ability to do what you can do You've already won the lottery. He said that alone is what keeps me positive every single day because I already know I've won. And so that's what started my mind to think like, you know what? I think that sometimes, you know, I can let the pressures overwhelm me, you know, because I'm juggling, I'm juggling a lot of things and I want to be successful in everything I'm doing. But sometimes that pressure can get kind of heavy. Right. And so but attitude yeah. is everything. So. Monday and Tuesday, you know, I was going along like my normal self. And then, and then that, that night I was thinking about it. So Wednesday morning as I'm driving to work and, and I kid you not, it, this works, man. I mean, whether people want to try it or not, whether you feel silly or not, I, I, it works. I mean, it basically, I don't know if it's called a mantra, yeah. but I just started speaking positivity out loud. You know, I just started saying things out loud and, and speaking positivity out loud you know, saying things like and part of it, you know, I think it started off part part of it was starting off like as a prayer where I was just praying. And then after I was done praying, then I kind of just started speaking positivity. And then after speaking positivity, I put on this, 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 this rap song that's just, it has like this real catchy beat that just gets you, gets your blood pumping. Like this is the kind of music you should listen to when you're working out, you know? And, and so I pull up into the driving, into the, uh, <laughs> into my parking lot. Uh, Taylor actually had just pulled up. So I know that he does the same thing where he tries to, you know, he's listening to something that'll get him pumped up in the beginning of the day. So I roll my window down. He rolls his window down, turn up my music even louder. And I just start rapping all the lyrics, like just crazy energy, crazy energy, man. And he just, he just, he was biting on it. He was loving it. And so he saw that, you know, and I think that, you know, when we were done, he jumps out and he's like, dang, man, he's like, you were really feeling that. And I was like, yeah, man. He's like, I just, I started saying all this positive stuff on the way here, man. I said, so let's, let's go start our meeting. You know, we go inside and I start talking about positivity. So attitude is everything guys. We got to stay positive regardless. I said, because you know, we're going to have bad calls. People are going to say mean things to us. People are going to hang up to uh, hang up on us. But on the other side of that horrible, and I said, shitty. Okay. So on the other side of that shitty phone call, there's a sale. 
There's going to be an amazing phone call. There's going to be a phone call where you actually get praised by somebody because of how much they needed someone like you to give them a call and do what you do. And I said, so you always have to keep that in mind that even though you do come across mean people who, again, you got to still give it to them. I mean, they're getting bombarded by people, but you got to persevere past that and know that on the other side of one of those horrible phone calls is an amazing one just waiting to happen. And even, you know, and, and even when, when yep. we have those days where like the, throughout the whole day, we haven't really had a solid conversation that leads to a sale. I tell my guys when it, when it gets around three thirty, four 4 o'clock, I was like, guys, we're actually running into that golden time right now. I said, you, you may have gone the entire day without writing anything, but within the next hour, you're going to reach somebody and that sale is going to happen. And if you remember to talk about dental vision and hearing benefits, you might actually get two sales out of it and finish the day stronger than yeah. you thought. And you integrity that's <laughs> happened so many more times now, man, so many more times in the past few weeks, you know, but I think this week, like I said, it's been just a stronger week. I think both because of the positivity change that we've been having, just the energy has been a little bit different for me. And I think that when the energy is different from me as the leader, that it just, it starts to emanate for everyone else, you know? So um, I, I definitely plan on doing that every morning. I'm just going to keep speaking positivity, saying positive things as I'm heading to the office. And I don't mean saying things like, you're great, Eric. You are, you're a, you're a stand-up <laughs> guy. Like, no, I don't say things like that. You're yeah. a swell I, guy. I say things more like, you know what? I was like, today, today's going to be a badass day. Today's going to be phenomenal. You're going to overcome objections that you may have heard before, but now you're even better at saying it. So you're going to overcome objections. Anything that comes against you, you're going to be able to push past that. You're going to keep going. You're going to keep smiling. You're going to stay positive. It doesn't matter what comes at you. You are going to win. Today is going to be a badass day. Your team, they're going to do just as good as you do. They're going to do better than you do. They're going to write business. They're going to help people. Things are going to go everyone's way, and everyone's going to be happier for it. Keep it positive, baby. I just say stuff like that. I, I get creative. I don't know. I'm always, I just ramble stuff off. Wow. No, that was great. That almost sounded like you like wrote that down and were reading it, man. You were pretty <laughs> off the cuff there. That was good. I love that. No, you're absolutely right. It, I think when you're on the phone with people, people react there's this something in the, I don't know what it is. It's like, you can't really put your finger on it. You can't really identify it. But when you have that, just that thing within you, that is positivity, that is um, coming out of you, just in the, the inflection of your voice, how you talk to people, I think that's catchy. I think people feel that they, and you, when you put that out there, I think you increase your chances. So by, by yeah. tenfold just by how you approach the day. And, you know, if I call you and I'm like, Eric, yeah, hey, man, uh, do you want to buy a Medicare <laughs> policy? I mean, like, nobody wants to buy from somebody who doesn't feel, you know, positive, who's not excited themselves. Who wants to Who wants to do business or even know somebody who's not, doesn't have that, that positivity and that yeah. excitement, you know? Um, so I, I a hundred percent believe in that. I don't believe, I don't think you could put a dollar on that. And and that's, that's something that I think everybody has to be conscious of is that, you know, you have to uh, put your, your mind and it's actually a choice. It's a choice. 
to be there, to be that kind of person, you know, and you, you couple that with everything that you're saying by telling yourself, Hey, you speak positivity into everything that you're doing, man. It is, it is, you know, and ultimately I think that it's always important to really give your team that feedback. It's always important to keep motivating them. You know, obviously there's places where all of us can improve, you know, in our sales pitch and what we're saying. And, and even me being in this game for so long, I still have places where I can improve and I can learn from people. I can learn from people that are just learning still, you know, it's just, it, you, you always have to be open. You can't ever be at that position where you're like, I know it all because I think that's when you're going to become a wreck. So, no way. And yes, that's why I feel exactly. like it's always important to, you know, if even if you have to give your team a little bit of criticism in some areas, you always got to point out where they're being strong because they are. They're doing great jobs. And I think that, you know, um, you know, and you've known this from knowing me as long as you have that that I, I thrive off of that. I like hearing that I'm doing a good job. I want people to tell me that I'm doing a good job, even though I know it, even if I know it myself, it still feels good when people that you respect tell you you're doing a good job, you know. Uh, it, it feels good to be recognized. Oh, well, congratulations um, to all of you, and what a great what a great week, man! So we'll uh, we'll pick right up on Monday, and who knows? Maybe someone will call you at midnight tonight. <laughs> you can have exactly, another story for me tomorrow. The week ain't over yet. The week ain't over yet. <laughs> the week ain't over yet. Yeah. That's right. That's awesome. Well, good, good talking with you, man. Right, so I guess we'll uh, do this again next week. Yeah. All right. We'll do it again Talk next to you week. soon. All right.